Hey everybody, welcome back to an episode of Cows and Canoes. I'm Brandon, that's Cat. actually on time. Hi guys. Hey guys. And then over the way, uh, once again, is Mike. Hey buddy. Hey! Alright, so jump back into Storm Chasing, um, because I have honest, legit questions first on the uh, tourism thing that we left off with. So like, let's start with the how somebody came up with that business model in the first place, because I've never heard of it. How long has that been a thing that somebody is like, you know what? Let's take people into dangerous dangerous situations and see tornadoes. Like, when did that start? Because that couldn't have been that long ago. It was ago. in the 90s. No shit. There were people doing it in the 90s. Um, After er- Twister. Early 90s, even. Uh, before Twister. Like, Twister was like late 90s, early 2000s. Was it that late? Yeah. yeah. But no, they, they existed a couple of years before that. And um, actually, like some of the first documentaries ever done about storm chasing were like film crews riding along with tour, tour groups because it was such a weird thing right yeah tornado no tourism and it's booming it's crazy really? yeah no i mean these there are multiple groups that have so many people that they have to like rent a third van for overflow like so so you have these huge caravans of church buses i was gonna say like literally and, they're just getting like fucking hertz rent a car like do you want the insurance fuck yeah i want the insurance absolutely. <laughs> i like I drove for a tour episode. company in 2014. No shit. And uh, dude, it was it was one of the best three months, two months of my life. What's the pay like though? Like, is it worth it? Because like, yes, I can't <laughs> imagine getting paid a... to storm chase is fantastic. No, no, I mean yes, there, <laughs> but, but then like everybody behind you, like I can't see it. Where is it? What's going on? Are you sure you're going in the right direction? There weren't that many annoying customers. No. And what was so cool about it was that. There were a lot Aren't of. Are we there yet? They're all on vacation, <laughs> and they're all, you know, not wealthy, wealthy people, but like they're. They have disposable income. They have disposable income, and they're they're paying thirty five hundred dollars a week to come see tornadoes, which is. They have it's to crazy. like storms to get there, so we're already you know of like mind. But then they're on vacation, so they want to have a good time. They don't want to piss and moan about stuff, but a couple ah, of them I hope did. So Jesus, dude, it was crazy. My liver will never recover from those two months. Dude. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. Like I could write a book about those two months, and no one would believe the shit that happened. No. Sh- okay, so let's start with how you even got into it. Did you just like apply with somebody? Is that something you have to apply for? I applied for a tour company in like 2007, and the guy didn't even respond. The guy's a douchebag. I still hate him. But uh, okay, okay. He's a local Tulsa guy that, and he actually, he was in Japan. This is, this is what I'm talking about is like, okay, let's yeah. go off on a tangent about this guy. But he yeah. ended up making like a million dollars on a tsunami video. Cause he just happened to be in Japan when the big thing hit and he had like oh, a $4,000 video camera with him. And now he's a millionaire and I hate him so much. Did he really get that much? You're, yes, you're like fucking He made me. a shitload of money. What? He made so much money that his broker is rich. Like the guy who sold it for him, who only gets like 20% is holy shit. Never has to work again. Yeah. What in the and that fuck? guy's a piece of shit too. So, <laughs> all right. So back to how you, I like. So do you apply for it? Is that like literally like I want to be a tour guide? Huh? I fell into it because um, the, I got hired by so Storm Chasers on Discovery Channel. Yeah, Team Dominator, Reed Timmer, Joel Taylor. I, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Reed Timmer is a good yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. And so I, those guys, I've seen a lot of their videos. Those guys oh, yeah. are like I mean, video horrors. You're on YouTube looking at storm video. You're going to come across their videos. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. How yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah, and. Uh, no, Reed's a good friend of mine, and I chased with them in the Dominator in 2012 and 2013, and we shot a series called Tornado and Chasers. For anyway, it doesn't know, Dominator is actually a vehicle, right? It's a that's the it's a tornado re- proof tank. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the one that literally looks like it's all sharp angles, it and it looks like, like a Linexed armadillo. Yes, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Armadillo. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. And uh, I love those trucks. I miss driving those things. But, what uh, What's the base of that vehicle, though? Dominator 1 is a 2008 Chevy Tahoe. Oh, shit, really? And Dominator 2 is a 2012 Yukon XL. So the same thing, but longer. Okay. And, I mean, they're both still mechanically sound. They're just so, they're falling apart. So. Out of curiosity, why would not somebody just, like, pick up an ex-military, like, MRAP or something for the, about the same price as modifying one? I mean, those are expensive. Well, it's about the same price as modifying one of those bitches. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't cheap to modify it. But, yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Because, like... They, just, they had a budget from the Discovery Channel show, and they just went with it. All and, right. You know, they had sponsorships because they're on TV, so... I bet that's dude, it's insane. Yeah. You make so much more money from sponsorships and, and, and that's that the thing that than like, the actual you know, pay rate. Like but. when you think about like Pawn Stars, people always watch Pawn Stars and things. Like their pawn shop does not make them the money that they make. Not even close. Not even a, a 
tenth of it. Like their pawn shop, like I've seen the shit that they have there. They have shit on display. They put for like seventy five thousand just to see if somebody will buy it. Not that yeah. they actually paid anywhere near that. Right. But, but there are people that would go. I went like, to the show. I went uh, to the pawn shop from the show. Mm-hmm. I'm this is it's a keepsake. I got this thing. Yeah. Yeah. For seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. Idiots. No, it's insane. Yeah. And they deserve to lose that money. So <laughs> if you're going to go in and buy something for something so stupid. Yeah, fuck it. Sure. Yeah, right. So then back to back to touring. So you no, fell yeah. into it. So like you knew a guy and he was like, hey. I chased with those dudes in, in the Dominator and we weren't going to do the TV show in 2014. And the guy that owned the tour company at the time was actually the guy who built the Dominators. Okay. Kevin, Kevin Barton, still a good friend of mine. He's awesome. But he was like, dude, like chasing with you the last couple of years has been really fun. I'm telling you like you would do great on the tours. They would fucking love you. We need you on the tours. So I, I did it. And so this guy's got like a mogul thing going on. I did, but I mean, everything kind of fell apart. It's just after the, the storm chaser show got canceled, everything kind of went downhill. Okay. All the sponsorships were gone and people that were still around were like hoarding gear and money. And like, I literally, like we literally raced one of the guys from the storm chaser show that was on camera talent at the time. We literally raced him to the warehouse to like keep him from stealing one of the dominators and taking it to Canada. No, legally I'm not allowed to talk about it, but, uh, are you serious though? Like, no, we like, he was hammered like train coming across the tracks and us barely making it through and him getting stuck. Seriously. It was that close. He was that close to taking one of the dominators to Canada. And, uh, like I got there and just disconnected the battery and then we just parked at a distance and watched him try to fumble with it. And he was hammered and just, can't can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm surprised he knew what the battery was honestly, but heard. So those guys owned they owned a tour company under the umbrella of different tornado ventures. And, uh, no, it was, it was fantastic because these people are on vacation and they want to have a good time. And you, you, I mean, you have to entertain them, you, which oh God, after weeks and weeks of not seeing anything, you just want to go to your hotel room and just like decompress. But yeah, you no can't. Shit. So, it, I mean, it was just two months of me just like being a fucking rodeo clown. <laughs> right. And hammered, You're here for the show. Yeah. Hammered with a bunch of people who have way more money than I do. <laughs> What? You can ask. Like you nobody's gonna hear this email. Address. Three ten North Elm Place. Okay. <laughs> Come on over, people. Fan mail. Yeah. Fuck it. Nobody shows up. Nobody even listens. It's fine. Okay. So let's get back to uh, whenever you're you're actually out. Like, what is? What do you actually do? Like, because like I imagine. I'm sure you've been to Branson, right? And they have those guys that drive like the the uh, ex, you know, military, yeah. you know, uh, you know, what are they, the ducks or the some duck shit? Boats. The duck boats, yeah. yeah. They're actually literally just ex-military vehicles that they just really? maintain. Yeah, that's all I they didn't are. Know that? Yeah, no, that's literally it. They've they've transformed them to make them tourist attractions, but um, they literally just talk and point at shit all the entire time. Is that literally what you did? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we had a lot You're of storms like, that year. So that's a cloud. We didn't spend a lot of time doing like tourist stuff. There were a couple down days, but we actually, we got to see, you know, a lot of storms and we didn't see many tornadoes until tour seven, which was the last tour. So, okay. and we ended up seeing like 30 tornadoes in three days. So all the tours previous were so shit. mad. They're like, Oh fuck tour seven and place. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, so but, then like, if you were doing that as a, a as a paycheck, right? Like that's the entire thing. Do you think it was it was worth it because you got to actually do what you loved and got paid for it, or was it one of those things that like because like why why did you not continue for after after the next year? Um, it was worth it because you know I wasn't working at the time. Oil and sure. gas was slow. Yeah. So it was nice to make money and also do what I love to do. Mm-hmm. But um it was awesome to share my passion with people who would never in a million years get to see it. Okay. It was, that, that was the huge payoff was just, you know, getting to share what I get to see every day mm-hmm. with people that are from, you know, Europe and don't get to see cool storms and right, would right. never in a million years be able to, to be in that position. And they loved it, man. I saw so many people cry tears of joy on that thing. It was really, it was incredible. It was a, it was an incredible experience. Yeah. So then like, let me ask you if you wanted to make, storm chasing a career like legit career not not like i do it for fun and then i get paid when i get lucky to get paid like is that the only way to do it or is there another way to get paid as a career to do it um it's the most consistently successful okay 
and that's a that's a stretch on its own because like a year like 2020 has been awful because the virus is keeping a lot of people from flying in and going on tour right um some of the tours canceled altogether some of the tours are just doing you know people from the states that are allowed to move right 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 but then on top of that i mean i've only seen four tornadoes this year and i've you know been trying pretty hard right right right. there are there are people i don't know if anyone's seen more than 10 tornadoes this year and that's in, that's crazy for a, so, a whole year yeah. it's almost july right exactly i think the the season's over basically right there's still Generally. a couple chases at the end of the month way up north like dakotas and montana so so let me ask uh with that right so then clearly different regions have different tornado seasons then right right the patterns shift north and south based on what time of year it is and what the overall climate pattern is okay so uh obviously here in in oklahoma in kansas and i guess are we midwestern mid-eastern whatever the fuck you want to call whatever. it whatever yeah yeah it's it's summer yeah right exactly. <laughs> it's summer now yeah. we have this conversation i have i talk with people all the time is that like here we're not considered midwestern because that's like illinois but right. we're not considered mid-eastern we're not considered southern what are we yeah we're just the assholes in the middle it's fine yeah that thing Um, above texas yeah right yeah but below kansas still but like kansas still is in that same boat southern plains yeah sure let's go with that uh so we ours is like you know april may ish like that's that's the thing for tornadoes here um so then now that we're in june so you said like nebraska you know north dakota south dakota colorado wyoming montana oh all of that so is there something earlier than us yeah dixie alley dixie arkansas louisiana mississippi okay so that entire entire concept down there okay so you have that and then it goes to us then it goes up there is there anything later because i know we talked about washington we talked about maine Maine had a fucking tornado. Those are the just fuck is that those are just outliers. It's okay. They don't have like a real tornado season. So then it kind of goes. They, I mean, they happen. It makes this little pattern, you know, south to yep. north. So then, what happens past like let's say June? Does it just die? June, we usually end up here in the plains with like high pressure and okay. just hot and windy and dry. But whenever we have high pressure, those systems go past us and go way north. So mm-hmm. July and August can be big in the high plains and you know up into canada okay so yeah I've so chased, that's why you've gone canada to canada. in july and august and had a lot of not a lot but you know i've seen some i've saw tornadoes up there in 2013 and where do you think july the i mean kansas is obviously known as the most intense because it's wide flat boring and nothing happening where's the most intense like tornadic uh tornadic action is it oklahoma uh, and kansas for sure yeah yep okay and those are the ones you see the most often most repeatedly. consistent you know violent tornadoes for sure violent no violent. i just meant more yeah. often yeah. um so not only are they more often but they get bigger then right when when those big days line up it's usually going to be texas panhandle northern texas through oklahoma and uh kansas Heard. sometimes nebraska depending on the year yeah the time of year but so then let's let's jump over to um the actual what you've actually seen then right so ef5 is obviously like the 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 craziest thing out there it doesn't go higher than five right it's like 205 miles an hour or some shit 200 on the dot 200 on the dot yeah so like that's that's like once in a lifetime tornadoes for pretty much anywhere right what's the most common though like two is that right probably ones and twos ones and twos are most common right but the the, the scale and it's and it, it's all thing. speed though it's all based on damage so if oh i thought it was if uh, a tornado speed. with 200 it is but it has to hit something for them to rate the wind speeds so if an f5 tornado doesn't hit anything yeah if it's just in the plane if it just hits trees they can rate it up to ef3 based on the tree damage but it can't be higher than that so the so Arino it tornado could be a bigger one it but could, yeah, just, absolutely. it doesn't fucking matter right it could be three miles wide one of the problems is doesn't that fucking matter if a tornado doesn't hit a man-made structure it can't be rated four or five the fuck math is that i that's i mean there's just no other way to do it i mean there are other ways to do it because we have like incredible doppler technology right and we have plenty of groups out there putting stuff in the path but you can't rate a tornado based on these so when you say they're putting stuff in the path like this is like research like probes that measure wind speed and so we're we're talking literally twister when they drop they they really do that yeah that really happens yep i literally thought that was just movie only i've got a couple tornado probes that i'm working on but i mean so you go home and play with your probes. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. Go home and play with my probes. No, but for real though, that that's actually a thing. Like that was that 
was that a thing before the movie or did the movie yes, generate that? that was based on um toto is it the mm-hmm. that's what they called it in the movie too I think. t-o-t-o well, it was they named it dorothy but dorothy I mean, was, that's right that's know, i mean right. it's Sorry. obviously and it's yeah, inspired yeah. I, I remember by, that yeah, yeah and that was in like the late 80s and it was like a national really? severe storms laboratory research project where they literally had these like 55 gallon barrels yeah that they were pretty much just put out yeah. with, with shit to fly yeah yeah and interesting i don't know if they succeeded in getting anything storm chasing was a lot harder back then yeah <laughs> so, i can imagine yeah yeah um, but that i mean that really happened and they still do that but now there's all kinds of different things like they've last year they had a a drone team flying back and forth across like this vorticity current that feeds into the storm and they're i mean they're making huge strides but really they can learn all this all the stuff they want about tornadoes but we there's no way to improve the warning system how we have it right now is as good as it'll be for a long time yeah what when you say that and i know we've made strides in the last like two decades because of interconnectivity but like what what do you think is stalling us here Oklahoma has this incredible thing called the Oklahoma Mesonet. So there's an app you can put on your phone and they have these little Mesonet stations, just little weather stations, every County, sometimes two or three in a County. Okay. And you can look at like a very localized, like it's, it's perfect. It's way, the way it should be. But like even, you know, having a station every 15 miles, mm-hmm. you're still missing a lot of data in between. Okay. And so with the remote sensing that we have currently, Mm-hmm. We can still learn a lot about the processes that create tornadoes and why this storm tornadoes and this one doesn't using tornado as a verb. Okay. Because uh, I'm, it's not a real thing. I get in trouble for it all the time, but I, you know, it's tornadoing. It tornadoed. <laughs> People are like, that's not how words work. <laughs> I mean, what, what would be the alternative? <laughs> a lot. Why say too many words when one dirt? when some right. words i don't know the the quote but sure yeah, yeah. the office yeah, Kevin. yeah. I, I, yeah so, I get you yeah just i mean we can have all this information and tell you why this is going to trade and why this isn't but like if we don't have a way to measure mm-hmm. the wind every 15 feet in the air we're not gonna be able to catch these tiny little eddies there's mm-hmm. just there's it's very fine scale detail and there's so many variables mm-hmm. and there's just no way for us to know it ahead of time so just out of resolution Let's go with a, a a fun piece where you talked about you would chase the hurricane previously, right? So hurricanes are much larger on scale. There's no question a, about that one. We all know that that 50 miles wide at, at minimum in some places uh, right. versus, you know, small tornadoes, you're talking 30 feet for the core or less. Right. Right. So And, and for minutes at a time, if you're lucky. Yeah, right. right exactly. It, it pops and it's gone. So... When you're looking at the larger, uh, you know, weather patterns and things like that, like for me, I can only imagine seeing just a wall of shit and being like, yep, that's that's a hurricane. <laughs> like, what what do you chase when you have, see a wall of shit? Have you been in a, like, you've driven, you've done like a drive through car wash? Yeah, of course. That's what, I, that's a hurricane. <laughs> so just that's everything it. is just miserable and it's loud. It sucks. And, and you're and like, imagine yeah. being soaking wet and freezing in your car in a car wash for 12 hours oh it's, shit it's so bad it sucks so bad but i mean you know leading up to it maybe that's i'm just a sadist just like, okay right I, I, it's the pain it's fun the the build-up to it is the best part about it just be like yeah this is gonna be incredible and then you know and then you hate your life for a day or hours two yeah hurricane florence was so bad because we got stuck in wilmington mm-hmm. and our hotel wilmington. was out of power north carolina okay and our hotel was out of power for like four days like couldn't do laundry right i was washing things by hand in the sink and it was so fucking humid that nothing dried i got a fungal infection <laughs> no on my shit. body from wearing clothes that weren't dry oh because shit. I, because i i mean you were, it your was clothes wet. cannot dry yeah the humidity is 99 and you hang stuff up and it's just you're hanging up wet shit it's to clean stay wet. and but it's still wet yeah and like it was it was in, it was incredible she's leaving have fun what up all right all right well love you have fun we'll we'll probably be here when you get back it's fine you're gonna miss some really incredible stuff right here it is this is where we start talking about sex all right never heard of it no so obviously the lead up is a huge part of it but like how do you prep yourself differently for a tornado versus a hurricane because like i can imagine like there's really no prep right like what what do you prep for at that point for a hurricane yeah you, 
Swim trunks. Okay. You have to have <laughs> what else? dry clothes ready to go. Okay. But like a tornado, like, okay. So my experience with the EF5 tornado in 2011. Oh, shit. You actually had to see it? Oh, I've seen, I've seen a couple EF5s Holy and uh, did shit. search and rescue. And oh, it was, it was a really bad deal. One of the worst days of my life. But you can drive 10 miles away. There's power. I can get gas. There's power. I can get food. Okay. So there's know, and, and there's fine, a, but like, uh, a limited scope of where it actually right. killed everything. It's, it's a very localized yes. event. Okay. And uh, hurricanes are not like that. Like You're, you're 80, you're, 100 you're, miles minimum. You have to have like gas cans full of gas because hurricane evacuation zones, people on their way out of town everybody stops to get a full tank of gas mm-hmm. and they run out of gas you're gonna you're gonna be sitting in line waiting for gas at some point during a hurricane chase or you just bring extra gas food i bring a shitload of beanie weenies <laughs> uh, I don't, vienna sausage i don't know what like i guess beanie it's, weenies it's is like an actual thing that, it is like, it is a weenies, actual um, i've always just thought that vienna sausage were beanie weenies but i was corrected recently and i'm it's still true. bitter about it but well i mean it's like a, a frisbee versus a disc yeah yeah, it's a go. brand name. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. But, you know, they have a bunch of cool flavors and, you know. That's fine, yeah. I yeah. bought a bunch before the pandemic because I was like, any excuse to eat these, let's go. Yeah? Are you a fan? More than I should be, man. It's a, it's kind of embarrassing. People are like, <laughs> Ew, you eat those? And I'm like, not by choice. We're in a pandemic, dickhead. <laughs> but you got to have a lot of non-perishable foods, <laughs> peanut butter sandwiches and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah and, fair enough. Um, and I've never had to use any of it until we got stuck in Wilmington for four days with no power and yeah. flooding all around us. We couldn't go anywhere. So like for four days, I just ate peanut butter sandwiches and no Vienna shit. sausage and got attacked by a dog at the hotel. It was awful. What? <laughs> it was, it was the such a, going on it, in dude, it was a weird eight days, but, uh, so, um, obviously, so then there's the localization versus just the widespread panic. Um, what is the what's the aftermath like though? Because I mean, if you've seen an EF five and you've been into a hurricane, like not that that it's okay to choose between the two, but like which one would you rather have the aftermath of the hurricane that just floods and and does crazy shit, or you know the the tornado that just literally wipes a place off the map? What which one do you see being the the easier? Recovery. Which would I rather see? Yeah. Like, which which would I rather, uh, you know, my yeah. fellow human be impacted by? That's so tough because tornadoes can be so intense. Yeah. Like, even if it's just a mile wide. I mean, what happens in that mile wide is the worst thing that happens on the planet. It's awful. Yeah. But, you know, hurricanes are more widespread and they can have those little intense, you know, localized spots, but it's very rare. But hurricane, you just have so much lead time. Okay. So and you the, know it's coming. You, you can know it's coming. Easier. Usually. Not well, always, but yeah, you have yeah. enough lead time that you shouldn't be sitting in an RV waiting for a fucking Category 4 hurricane. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't so feel you sorry would, for you, you guy. Would, you would rather see the hurricane than the Absolutely. F5. Yeah. Okay, I, I understand that, though, because like, you're exactly right, is that we, we hear about hurricanes, I would say, almost a week in advance normally yeah. here in the States, yep. right? Because, I mean, we're, we're right up the coast. I mean, not, not us in Oklahoma, but... <laughs> Um, you, you see salt them life. coming. They all yeah, salt life. Salt life. Yeah. They all come the same direction, generally speaking. Now, uh, obviously, Pacific hurricanes are much more rare. Right. Um, but then on the Atlantic side, you see them happening. Um, but you have time, right? So, right. And and if you live in that area, it's a part of life. It's hurricane season. Right. Oklahoma. It's like Oklahoma's the same tornado thing. season. We you say, know, you like, know yeah. who to watch. You know when to be paying attention. And mm-hmm. you know, typically, if something looks like it's going to get bad enough to leave you leave right or so, but there's those people that are like i'll leave for nothing i've been through this one and i've seen and i've seen that you one you can't and, stop it yeah yeah those people exist and you know yeah. they're i can't really blame them because you know i'm the idiot that drives after tornadoes so whatever <laughs> You're not I'm, wrong. I'm a professional rubbernecker is all i am really is, is that so, what you call yourself yeah that's that's yeah. what i am yeah so. i get it when i used to run restaurants uh, people asked me what i did and i just i always called myself the head dishwasher <laughs> That's it. That's yep. literally my entire job. Like that's that's it. It's what I do. What a world. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So let's jump back. Um, I I just out of curiosity, whenever you're talking about the uh, tornadoes and you're talking about you know the sizes F five versus uh, F three versus F ones and everything else. So when you look at the smaller scale stuff, right? Like we have um, dust devils and things here in Oklahoma that 
um, are not tornadoes, but they still can wreak a little bit of havoc. Like they can yeah. take tents and they can throw shit around and go crazy. What actually determines the the point of being called a tornado versus like just shitty weather? There is a definite gray area there. And okay. Uh, I mean, there's a gray area to people who don't go out and chase it and just people who don't know the difference between them. But like being out there and seeing the lines blurred between, you know, our humans love putting boxes around things. And, right, you know, right. You cate- have to, right. Categorizing I want to call it but, something, yeah. But, I mean, I've seen dust devils stronger than some of the tornadoes I've seen. Like, right. Like you saw the dust devil video from Colorado probably five years ago that was taking those the big porta potties, like the oh, ten by tens, yeah, that took it and thrown them hundred feet. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. And I mean, I've seen tornadoes that couldn't do that. I've seen really weak tornadoes that you know wouldn't that you could stand out in. And so how fine, do you? Where, where's the <laughs> the mechanism that creates the spin decides what it is, but you still have a blurred area whenever. So so when you say, hold on, so let me start with that. So the mechanism that creates the the, the uh, spin. So it has to be high pressure, low pressure spin to be a tornado. So a dust devil, dust devils can happen under blue skies. Right, right, right. And, but there's a thing, there's a, one of the, like a type two tornado is what they call it is a land spout tornado, which is like a water spout that you'll get off the coast in fair weather. Like, okay. like just puffy clouds. Yeah. Pull in vorticity from a sea breeze and just stretch it. Just like a. That's it. Pulls it up. It's just, you're just stretching a piece of air that was already spinning. Okay. And that happens over land. And, you know, sometimes it can happen under a rotating, like you'll have a supercell storm that produces a land spout tornado and mm-hmm. you know that that's where you start getting into these blurred lines because well it was attached to a rotating updraft it's a tornadic circulation but it's you know it's in this part of the storm and it's in the rear flank downdraft and i don't know there's a lot of bullshit going on with that but you also have gust nados which we have a lot here yes yeah along where, the where bow you, echoes you're quite just, literally talking about just high speed wind just that winds can do shit well when and air is fluid it's yes, not just correct. a straight piece it's not just a wall of wind there's going to be eddies right if this piece of wind right here is moving faster than this there's shear between them Mm -hmm. there's going to be spin between right so that's what a gust nato is but there are times where a gust nato can get to a certain part of the storm and get stretched to be a real tornado there are like weird hybrid situations lead up to yeah i mean you can literally have like a a gust nato rotate like as an eddy rotate along Mm -hmm. this uh downdraft area and get pulled into the updraft of a storm it's pretty i mean it's not super rare Mm -hmm. but for to have something that's strong enough to call it a gust nato ahead of time before the vortex gets to the main updraft of the storm i mean perry kansas 2011 there was a pretty well documented version of this so one thing i'm gonna throw out here real quick you keep calling out dates and locations (laughs) I don't remember shit from anything ever. It's, it's a blessing and a curse. Yep. Yeah. Like, is that just how your mind works? You just yeah, like I mean, store you show it me, by date. You Google a picture of a tornado right now and pull one up and I'll tell you when it was and where it was. And like, shot how it does that happen? And just, like, just, I enjoy it's just all I've shit. cared about my whole life. Well, no, I get it. But like, yeah. I, okay. So I do this podcast, right? Sure. We, we do this all the time, right? I still can't tell you the day of the week that we did it last week. I don't know right. the fucking date. Like it's, Whenever we were talking about early on, I couldn't even tell you what month we fucking started this goddamn thing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, we had that conversation. Like, let me yeah, go check it. Well, I don't. I don't fucking know. Like, how does that happen? Like, how do you just? It's just. It's just a. I. It's just a thing that I can do, and it's unfortunate because, like, if you asked me if I paid my phone bill this month, I'd be like, "Fuck, I don't know." <laughs> do I even have? Like, when was the last time I paid that bill? Yeah, but you're like tornado How's my phone still over working? here at that place with this right. time we did this. Oh like, yeah, in Perry, Kansas, shit. April thirtieth, two thousand eleven. There was a gust nato that turned into a real tornado. Like, how the fuck does that? Skip happen? Talbot was there, and Andrew Gableson was there, and Dick McGowan was there, and Johnny Howland and yeah. his fucking giant schnauzer were there. Three hundred tornadoes. You can yeah. still remember that shit. It's fucking weird. I wasn't even there. No, no, I, I was at work and missed it. Maybe that's why I know. I, oh, I know the tornadoes that I it? missed. You, yeah, yeah, they. Yeah. They hurt me so much. <laughs> so let's go with, uh, obviously, so here in Oklahoma, at least, I know the the crazy ones, right? So we know Joplin. We know the one that took out uh, uh, Stroud. Um, yep. Those are the two biggest ones I think of in, in head right here. Now, mm-hmm. Tulsa had a pretty heavy set last year um, that they hit Midtown Tulsa. I've always uh, uh, assumed tornadoes hit open, generalized spaces. And I say generalized as in not like... Um, you know, flat and, and trailer parky, but like generally speaking, the, it's it's the repetitive spaces, 
right? So what do you think actually led to the situation that hit Midtown Tulsa? Because that's the first time in my understanding that it had happened. Like it was Tulsa had a couple of really strong tornado hits, two in one day. And yeah, yeah, that's probably the same one we're talking about. This is like 78. Oh, no, no, this is not the one. That was what you're thinking of. Yeah. Is August 5th. The night, well, the morning of August sixth, yes. it happened at like one, one in the morning, two yeah, yeah. in the morning, um, yeah, and that yeah. was in two thousand seventeen. It was oh. that long, isn't that crazy? God that you're like, that what? was last year, yeah, well, that God was damn, damn near it. three years ago. <laughs> isn't that crazy? How math, yeah, dude, it's like, weird, yeah, but terrible. Yeah, Remington Tower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Up yeah, and, you know, several took out places. The it still looks like shit too. The, yeah, no, I mean that was a really strong tornado for for so the the type of storm that usually produces tornadoes that strong are going to be like isolated supercells mm-hmm. like very discrete storms nothing okay like, but that was a squall line storm and we always so end up with squall, squall line like a, a, a like a large line of storms moving together in like a bow echo shape okay across okay, across okay. many counties that one was actually you know from like kansas down into texas that was a big squall line Okay, so you're talking um, about the, just the big bow, a that big line of just storms pushes in, yeah, in and it every just had area, one little couple. eddy out ahead of it. Okay, like just in the leading edge, there's just a little eddy, mm-hmm. and you know we always end up with those. They're called QLCS tornadoes, a quasi-linear convective system. It's a weird type of tornado to get. They're usually very short-lived and very weak. Okay, which is why they didn't have a warning on it because I was going to say it spun that's up the, and they went. That's is this going to last long enough for us to warn it? And then right. it was too late. Yeah, and Tulsa used to be the best about warning stuff. Just well, that's what I was going to say, though, is that whenever I remember that entire thing going down is that the entire night before there was warnings and the outliers like Ulaga mm-hmm. Sky took, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then the next morning they were like 41st Street got hit and then they took out the Whataburger. And I was like, the fuck you mean they took out the right. Whataburger? Like, it wasn't warned until it was in like Broken Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. It went and all the way. For, it went from. It made no I-44, sense. I-44, all the way to Broken Arrow before any, before they warned it. And, yeah. I mean, it was moving quick. Yeah, yeah. And it that's was like 40 miles an hour or some shit. Sometimes. Yeah, 40 or 50 miles an hour. But, I mean, I was I was in Dallas, and me and my girlfriend were, we went down there for a John Mayer concert. Okay. That's a guilty pleasure. I, listen, mine. dude. I love John Mayer is still one of the greatest guitarists of our time. Oh, fuck yeah. He's, I honestly will say, and, and everybody can shoot me on this one, he's better than, like, Eric Clapton. He's better than a whole lot of guitarists out there. Oh, yeah. You can hate that he chose to do love stories, <laughs> but, like... His guitar work yeah. is oh, yeah. beyond reproach. You cannot hate his guitar work. He caught he caught a bad rap because he you know wanted he to make money. He got popular. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But like when you watch him play, you're like, oh, John Mayer trio stuff is unbelievable. Fuck, dude, it's so good. You know, and like obviously, you and I uh, both play instruments, so we get that. People who don't yep. play don't understand how good he you is. No, my body's a wonderland. Get out of here. Get yeah. the fuck out, dude. He's, uh, and the breakdown, the bridge of that song is one of my favorite ten seconds oh, yeah. of music ever. Oh, I yeah. love that. So it, you're not wrong. Funky. Yeah, but then like even like um, yeah. who says right? Mm-hmm. Take a standard guitar player and try to have them play the reversed finger flips oh, yeah, his... during that fucking right hand play. And the chord structures are all like super inverted and weird. R- yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, if, if you know what you're talking about and you look into what he's doing. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's you can't reproduce ridiculous. It. Yeah, no. He is absolutely legit. So I, I hate you not at all for that one. I am a John Mayer fan. Hey, I, well, I have no problem. I love Taylor Swift too, but... I like T Swift <laughs> for her her writing style. I appreciate what she does. Um, I I've literally never bought one of her albums, but I cannot hate what she does. I, I talk about this quite often, right? So Taylor Swift, um, <laughs> quite honestly, cat's back. Um, she is her own songwriter. She has yep. she has people that does it, but like she is honestly more real in her songwriting than a whole lot of people. She still plays her own instruments. She plays guitar. She plays piano. She does all of her stuff. So you can't hate somebody that does all of the work themselves. Absolutely. Right. How could you? Right. So, I mean, like I can hate, but for the, the content you can, well, I mean, you can hate the to content. You can hate whatever you want, but you still have to respect, I can respect, like, respect the artist. process. That's it. Yep. I can respect an artist that makes their own music. Yeah. I mean, I say the same thing about like Mariah Carey. I don't really like her music, but you cannot you it's undeniable her voice. Her voice has is legit, but she range. she's Adele, right? So uh, Adele is the current age Mariah Carey, right? So Adele is fantastic with with the stuff she puts out. She writes none of the music. Right. Right. I think I think Taylor Swift is 10 times a musician that Adele or Mariah Carey is. 
Now, do I do I like what she does? I don't sing about heartbreak and care that much. <laughs> I've never had that many exes to really give a fuck. But she does write really good hooks. Yep. She is very good she's at catchy. she's very good she's at writing a hook. Oh, yeah. She's very good at phrasing with the guitar and with the piano at the same time. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She's good. She's solid, man. She's she is the uh, like when everybody talks about um, you know what Metallica did to regular music, Taylor Swift did that to pop music. Sure. that That's as easy as it gets. Yep, I love her. Is she better than Michael Jackson? She doesn't touch little boys, well, so yes. she's cuter than Michael Jackson, yeah. but barely. Which Michael Jackson? There's two of those. <laughs> the one with the nose. <laughs> with the nose. With the yes, nose, yes. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Um, so let's get back to Storm Chasing, now that you're back. What other questions did you have? We've gone yeah. through a whole lot of shit. Um, since you've been gone, he told me about the craziest shit he's ever seen. It was fantastic. You missed ah, it. Now I've got to listen to the episode. I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> okay. Nope. I didn't. I was I was enthralled in all of yeah, the story talking. Did you get chicken? Huh? Yeah, I've got my chicken. It's good. Lucky. It was like half Lucky. as much money, too. Yeah. You got a discount? Huh? You got a code? You got a discount code or what? Boobs. No. Do you? <laughs> no. He's like, yeah, I've got a discount code. I love the discount code. Right. So let's jump back into uh, everyday life as Storm Chaser, right? So nowadays, shit's not happening as often. So. Yeah. Is, what do you do to kind of prepare during the downtime? Like, yeah. What's your in between? Do you have to like check your inventory? Do you have to like read up on new, like new techniques or. Like, what do you do? That's that's interesting because there's a lot of... St- I don't keep up with, like... Th- so, we're all looking at the same, like, forecast models. Right. Everyone that you see talking about weather, we all look at the same thing and make our own deductions from it. But there's a lot of... And th- that stuff changes every year. They're doing a lot of research. The supercomputers are doing mm-hmm. higher resolution uh, and, you know, longer term... Boom. <laughs> that was yeah. cool. Do that again. Ooh. I can't hear it but, at all. No. I don't. I don't keep track of that stuff, it's so fine. I don't. I don't know what's new, and all of a sudden something new will pop up on the website, and I'm like, "What the hell is this? When did this happen?" And then right. I talk to someone who knows things, and they're like, "Dude, that's been out for like eight months. You're, my, what are you doing?" Is my headphones turned up? I don't know. <laughs> well, do my thing. There you go. Now I can Testing. hear myself. Hello, there I am. Okay, there she is. So you but, find out about shit after the fact. I get it. Yeah, I, I just whatever. Forecasting is not the most important part of storm chasing, really. So okay, so to me, that's bass backwards. Like, doesn't it seem that way? Yeah, because like you need to know where you're going, right? Right. I mean, there are so many people that anal that spend so much time analyzing this stuff. I thought and you were gonna go anal for a second. My apologies. So many anal storm chasers. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, and we're back. Uh, uh, so he, I'm fucking. I how do you how do you decide? Like, okay, so this is what I'm. This is tornado season coming up. January lays out. Nothing's happening in January. I'm never ready. No. So what do you what are you figuring out? Like, okay, I need to know what's coming, or are you just like, like I don't know. Season. I want. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not ready for that either. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Story of my life. Mm-hmm. I always want to get something ready. Like, I want to do something to my truck over the off season to make it better. Like this year, I wanted to replace my side windows. Changing, oh, I did bad. that. I did change the <laughs> oil, rotated my tires, and you know, I felt did my brakes, and I felt good about it. But I, I wanted to replace my side windows with bulletproof Lexan. Okay. Because you know, if you lose a side window, you're and you're it's in a tailing, yeah. it's it's not a good situation. The windshield's going to hold up, but you know, for four years, I've been like, oh, I'm going to replace the windows with Lexan, and then. All of a sudden, it's March, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" Is it uh, cost effective to do that, or is it just easier to replace a window? Because like that's... I, it's safer. It's like windows are like the side windows are expensive. Really? I don't know. I've never replaced one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but it's happened to some people. I haven't gotten into big like I want to get into some like some really really big hail and just be able. You to... want grapefruit? I want grapefruit or bigger. But God damn, bigger. What's bigger, bigger than grapefruit? I've uh, never I've heard seen anything that big. Five and a half inch hail. I've seen softball size. Grapefruits hail are about the size of, of that, yeah. So, I mean, you stop measuring it with things and you just call it like by inches. But Right, story of my life. Yeah, yeah. Smaller than a softball. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
so <laughs> hey. I appreciate that. That that's good. my favorite thing is small dick jokes but yeah uh, yeah no I feel you it's good so then um <laughs> let's get back to when you're in the off season right so you don't actually end up doing anything yeah crying children it happens. yeah there's something happening it's fine yeah no she texted me she was like uh hey i'm gonna need help to get these kids a bit like all right i'll be done eventually <laughs> um, good luck yeah i know right um so when you're actually in the off season you're gearing up and you get into the actual season itself is there a wind-up period where you're all like okay nothing's gonna happen for a, like like when you're in at a restaurant and you have the uh like four to five o'clock you come in at four o'clock ain't shit happening you get like that two hour but then like six to seven you get murdered is it the same kind of thing in the storm chaser concept i'm sure it's like that for normal people but okay. like i don't i i'm a procrastinate i'm a procrastinator right so like in march i'm still like eh, i've got time i don't need to you know get my computer out of the pawn shop or <laughs> I don't need new tires yet. And then I end up chasing like the first system of the year on bald tires with just my phone. And right. Until you get a paycheck and, then and then you're like, it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm never stuff. ready when it hits even, you know, even though in January I'm like, it's time to start getting ready. Right. Right. And then, you know, I just sit on my couch and watch letter Kenny instead for the ninth time. I oh, love letter Kenny. That's oh, unbelievable. It's so funny. So what's the, uh, like when you're actually out there what are your like essential must-haves other than food and gas i got that part but like what's your must-haves i mean your computer is going to give you some stuff but then you have to have wi-fi to connect it of some kind or other you have to have a hotspot or some shit hot spots are good um i've got a like a work phone with a hotspot, and that's just been that's all i've had this year so i mean i've gotten f- like further and further away from the equipment side of it oh really? really just you know everything you need is right here right but you can't be driving around playing with your you phone, carry a so. picture of helen hunt like on your you should i wish she has not aged well have you seen her in the last no. five years she looks like 80 years old I was like, oh, oh, now i've got to google it yeah google helen hunt you're not going to be happy with it so then you're not rolling a heavy amount of technology because the phone is becoming that thing yep. what, what else do you have to have other than your phone I mean, a, a truck that runs is like changing your Andy. oil, good tires, really just the vehicle is really all I really gear up to go into it. And then I end up wishing I had my camera stand that worked right. My dash cam's always wobbly. Or okay. So let's talk like about that, so that because GoPro, that's... a dash cam. So that's one thing that actually stands out really interesting to me is that I always see videos um, on on the news stations and I can't see shit out of it. I know that it's Wi-Fi connecting through, you know, a hotspot through. Well, most people do, though, like unless you have a like satellite connection, which even in a satellite connection, it's still maybe three or six meg. It's not a lot like trying to stream like even a 720p video connection at 15 frames per second from Osage County. You're not going to be. It's just I not mean, happening. It just, it's just like. So pixels. is your is you're your just seeing squares of like weird right. colors? You're not so is your is your phone still the best connection you have? There are boosters. Okay. Like cell phone boosters that work really well, but I mean you're still at the mercy of whether or not you have a tower close enough for for it to work. So, right. Because so. you're probably out without towers more often than not. I bet. Yes, very often. And then Mike's like, "Dude, your stream looks like shit," and I'm like. I can't like what do you want me to do what do you do? do yeah I like well you know go somewhere with better signal and I'm like I'm tornado the storms are here yes right That's, yeah you're I mean you can't you just have to go where the storms are and if other logistical variables don't work out I mean that's just how it goes fair enough so what do you think the worst part of the job is hmm and I call it job loosely loosely yeah what's the worst part of your passion here <laughs> seeing people lose shit man like, what do you mean like uh just the destruction part of it like oh not not you like not storm chasers you're talking about actual houses yeah people yeah the people the unfortunate people in the path and uh you know we're just you know i'm just a rubbernecker yeah basically but uh it, it's uh it's a strange dynamic when something that you absolutely like live and breathe for right your entire reason for living also does really terrible things right and uh, you're like being married to a method it's exactly like that yeah it's a toxic relationship it is but i mean there are ways to to give back like you know if you see damage you always got to stop and help it's okay just the way and you have to report what you're seeing because storm chaser reports are what makes those warnings um well it makes the warning happen like there are a lot of times where 
National Weather Service or the TV station I chase for, and they okay. kind of relay it. And it's they kind push of a, it back out. There's a system at work, but I mean, if so, I've April thirtieth, two thousand eighteen, mm-hmm. no, it was two thousand nineteen. That was last year. Yeah, but uh, you know, I saw there was a pretty substantial tornado north of wagner and they didn't have a tornado warning on it yet and i was like i'm telling you there's a tornado i'm seeing a tornado right now and they're like what are you talking about and then i turn and, it, and it's on camera and they're like holy shit that's not a small tornado and yeah I'm, I'm a little bit of a um everything's a tornado to me everything's trying to tornado right 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 it's the but, verb yeah <laughs> i don't know i'm a little um Maybe I'm a sensationalist. Maybe I'm the problem. So you'd, you'd be a great. There are a lot of times where they're, they've gotten to the point where they don't listen to me saying this thing's about to tornado because you say that all the time. It's about to. Right. Tor- but then they see the tornado like, oh, shit, this thing really has a tornado on the ground. It's not tornado warned yet. So so then, you know, mm-hmm. they do the little thing and then the warning comes out. So have you ever. So essentially, you're like helping save people's lives, too. Yes. You're like and a first responder. So I was going to say... I, I am the first on scene to some really bad stuff pretty often. Yeah, but. so if if you get ahead of it, have you ever, like, tried to warn people ahead of time as it's coming? Yeah, and they're always, like... Who the fuck are you? Yeah, well, yeah. You're not Travis Meyer. Exactly. Well, maybe not exactly that, but they're really, like... Yeah, I know there's right. a tornado coming, and I don't care. That happens all the time. Just the passive so, acceptance? Do you, do you remember, I guess it was probably three weeks ago where we had a couple of tornado warnings here just east of town all the way yeah, up through Grove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, it hit uh, the lake out there, yeah. Yeah. I was. Th- so that storm was tornado warned. It tried to tornado just uh, northwest of Tahlequah. Okay, yeah. And I mean, I was pulled in, backed into this lady's driveway and watching this wall cloud coming right at us. And she came out and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, that's about to be a tornado. You should be inside. And she's like, oh, I'm not worried about it. And she's talking, and I'm live on the air. And they're listening to all this. And, and I'm like, this happens all the time, dude. Every, like, I, I pull into people's driveways and I'm like, you shouldn't be out here. You should be taking cover. And they're like, I'm not worried about it. It happens oh, so shit. much, dude. It's crazy. That's insane to me. All the time. I, I really don't. I mean, I don't want to put myself out there. But the last time we had a tornado, I mean, I did take shelter. But then as soon as it was over, we were like out on the porch. I took my kayak out in the ditch. Once it's it passed, you're good, right? <laughs> yeah, like I was, I went totally oaky on it. Yeah. I'm I mean, proud of you. Can you prove that? You got like a picture of pictures. you in the kayak? Yeah, sure. In the, in the ditch? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the ditch, no less. Yeah. yeah. So let's go into the, uh, let, I mean, we're, we got about 15 minutes left or so. So let's go into the, uh, the other side of it, right? So you obviously deal with news personalities a lot. Right, because that's your entire job is to report it to the news personalities who should be reporting it to the public, right? Right. Um, have you had negative uh, conversations back and forth with those guys? Have they ever been like, listen, dude, like off air, they have to tell you, like, shut the fuck up? No, no, no. Uh, Chief Mike Collier is one of my good friends. Okay. He's, 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 one, of the, he's one of my good friends. And uh, you know, we've had some conversations that were like, where he was basically like, S- slow down and open your mouth when you're talking because you, nobody has any idea what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> you're like, and, and because, like, uh, like this, a porta potty got like blown over right next to me and I was freaking out. And I was like, oh, you're another one. He was like, those weren't even words, buddy. Like, do better. Try harder. Or your stream looks awful. Park. Like, if you know we're going to come to you, park and point your camera towards it so we can see something. Or what's the point? And I'm just like, you know, storm chasing's hard, man. You can't just. Right, right. Because you get park, caught up, I'm gonna right? Get, well, you you got to stay ahead of the storm and the way I chase, I like to be really close to what's happening and you can't do that and not be driving a lot. What's like, your safe distance? Do you like, do you have a cameraman in the, the car storm. with you no. or do you have cameras? I, I like chasing by myself to... so I don't scare the shit out of people. <laughs> really? Actually, um, it was, Ooh, I don't remember what day this was. Oh shit. It was this year. It was up by Pawhuska and I was chasing okay. with my cousin mm-hmm. who lives about two streets over mm-hmm. and, um, one of my good friends from Glenpool and uh, we got run over by this tiny little tornado. I mean, it didn't even get report. Like we reported it, but they didn't do I mean, it's just when like you this, say you got run over, like it, like it, it crossed your path and ran across the truck. Like it happened on the road right in front of us and then went over the truck and we were all just like, Whoa. Okay. Did you shift it all? The vehicle just kept going. No, I, it was really weak. It was really short lived. Okay. And um, yeah, we got run over by this tiny little tornado and it was, it was really awesome. But I was, you know, I, I looked at them to make sure they weren't freaking out and they were both just like, 
that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're, I'm always like, I don't want to take people chasing because a, I mean, there's a lot of variables that go into oh, yeah. trying there's to get to so the right many place. different things. Yeah. I got to go to the bathroom or I'm hungry yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, with yeah. the tours that kind of yeah. ruin that for me. But, uh, also, you know, just so, you know, I can do things dangerously and, you know, not have anyone you else. You risk yourself. It's not as big as yeah, on the edge. Yeah, man. I, I don't have a problem getting run over by a tornado by myself, but, yeah. you know, with people I love in the car, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And I, I get that completely. You don't ever want to do, you, like, it's okay to risk myself. I don't want to risk you. Right. And it doesn't matter someone who you can are. be, yeah. someone can be like, no, dude, I want to get in the shit. I want to see, you know, I want to, I want to do this. Still and I'm like, but and then you get them in the situation and, and they're not okay yeah I don't want to fucking be here this is the worst thing I gotta take me yeah. home yeah, has yeah. that happened a lot on tour yeah no we I got our tour group hit by a tornado <laughs> uh, what ended up being an F4 tornado actually oh shit yeah. you, so you've seen the picture of What's the two F4? giant 175 is that right around there so yeah one there around there somewhere 170 yeah. to something but yeah uh, I think it's like 175 ish yeah <laughs> So yeah, you've that's, seen that's the, a lot. That's not even a play, though. You've like, seen a picture of these two giant wedge tornadoes side by side. Yeah, yeah. So that was the second one developed right on top of the van. Oh shit! We had people outside of the van, like on foot, like filming the tornado to our north, and this thing just went shoo, right across the vans, and off. it was just like shit. And I actually got the front van stuck in the mud because there was no shoulder, and so you know we got hit by the tornado, and I'm trying to get us out of there, and it was just a bad situation. But there were one or two of them that were like. Nope. This is not good. Mm-mm. But the rest of them were fucking Loved it. pumped. Yeah. Best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. No shit. And even, I mean, that was June 16th, 2014. And it was, you know, on this day mm-hmm. on Facebook. So I got tagged in it a couple weeks or a couple days ago. And I was like, sorry, I got us stuck in the mud and hit My by bad, a tornado. Guys. And they were like, don't you ever apologize. <laughs> this is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'm still like, you know, we could have had a better chase if I hadn't got us stuck in the mud. And they were like, no, it was awesome. Yeah, right. No they shit. They loved it. I don't know. So I always think back um, whenever I think about weather related things is that microbursts here in Oklahoma are a thing. Like in, in if you've never been a part of a microburst, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous, right? Yep. It's sunny skies. Holy fucking shit. Sunny skies. Like that's mm-hmm. literally very the, small, isolated storm. Yeah. And it's yeah. very, very quick. Um, so I remember one time we were actually going, uh, from whenever we were at Logan's, I was a manager up there. Um, and we were taking some regulars and then I was taking, um, Oh, who was it? I can't remember who was, uh, there were several people going anyways. We were, we were going out, we were on I 75 microburst happened. Right. And it got so crazy. We literally couldn't see. You know, you do that stupid fucking thing where you turn the music off and nobody talks, and you're still trying to right. drive. I, I'm yeah. trying to see with, yes. with things that no don't audio. Quiet down. Yeah. I need to see yes, that entire turn the thing. Radio down, right. So yeah. that happened to me there. Like, how often when you get into the shit do you do stupid shit like that? Where you're like, I got to turn the music down so I can see better. That's my least favorite part about storm chasing is driving in such terrible conditions. I hate driving in the rain where you can't see. Yeah. And like you have to just keep going because if you stop someone's gonna hit you right there's because no shoulder nobody I mean, else just, can see it's you. such a shitty situation yeah. to be in and it's just miserable yeah and uh no it's awful so and, other than microbursts and crazy things like that does that happen often to you because i can imagine that probably often enough yeah. more more often than is comfortable storms that produce you know tornadoes and the type of shit that i go out to see have a lot of really heavy downdrafts in them and it's just wind and rain and sometimes it's moving faster than you can drive and you're just stuck in it for hours at a time oh shit have you ever gotten into a position where you were like fuck i'm not gonna make it out of this like have you ever thought this it was a bad idea for me to come out today (laughs) yes yeah a few times i've i mean i've been hit by like i've been inside of like 14 or 15 tornadoes and I mean, it always happens so quick. Not always. It happens so quick that you, you know, you're like, well, that was okay. We're fine. We're right, good. right, right. We're good. But We're good. there was one time in 2015, this was May 7th, 2015, in my little Subaru hatchback with girlfriend, two dogs in the back. And um, I still don't see that being a good experience. Taking she loves some... storm chasing. The dogs slept through the worst of it man it was really crazy. yeah i always got people on my feeds that were like oh you're the dogs are the dogs like, are what i worry about I, yeah. I film a video of like golf ball hail and i turn into the back and both the dogs are just asleep they don't care so okay all right um i don't know it's weird but you know they didn't mind they were road dogs they were good but we were watching this tornado that was probably about 200 yards to our north 
200 yards. It was pretty close. Yeah. And we were like, oh, this is crazy. Okay, let's get into this break of the trees. And then the roof came off of the house to the left of us, and there was a new tornado. Oh, no. And it was, and we were still, we were stuck in between them. And that's like the raptor scene on fucking Jurassic Park. That's exactly what it felt like. And, and we couldn't do anything. My buddy was in, we were in matching Subarus. It was so stupid. <laughs> he came down with the same car, and I was like, "I can't chase with you, buddy." Right? We look so stupid driving on our little, <laughs> our little t- team of silver Subaru hatchbacks. But he hit the, he put it in reverse and just gunned it backwards. And so I look in the mirror, and I'm like, "Well, Tom's gone." And then this little noodle like snaked across this yard and stopped on the road right in front of us. And I mean, it's 20 feet in front of the car. GoPro frozen, of course. Of course. And uh, I just like get ready and it right across the 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 car and we're just like fuck and then through the trees next to us and and it was gone but that like 10 seconds of like the roof came off it's the anticipation and then it just this little noodles right there and i'm like well i mean it's gonna cross right here we're fine and then it stopped moving and i was like who knows hold on i don't know where it's going i mean it's i have no idea what i'm doing out here i guess so so like realistically how much time was that though was that like 15 20 seconds or like between the like the roof blowing yeah, off yeah yeah passing car, you yeah and it running over 10 seconds 10 seconds and that seems i mean it seems 10 seconds is forever in that slow motion oh yeah yeah and you know it stopped on the road in front of us and there was like a fire truck parked they were storm spotting and they were parked in the driveway and they were the truck was rocking and then this little noodle it wasn't like a fully condensed tornado it was just like what's happening here i thought mm-hmm. it was the rear flank downdraft which you'll get behind tornadoes and right. sometimes they produce damage and i'm like oh it's just rft we're fine right and then it like condenses into this tiny little snaky noodle tornado i mean this mm-hmm. big around yeah and it's just you know zipping across the yard and real erratic motion and then it just stops moving and i'm like so what's the worst something like that throw your vehicle like could it yeah they can even if it i mean the strongest tornado i've ever seen the second strongest i forgot i had one one up it um it was this i mean it was like 20 feet wide and it was tiny but it was such incredible upward motion i think it would have thrown like large vehicles it was very strong if it had hit something substantial probably would have been rated like a three or four just because it was so small but i mean the wind speeds in it and the sound that it made it sounded like you were standing 10 feet from an f-16 fighter oh shit it was insane the sound was the most ridiculous thing whenever we're through aviation Mm -hmm. like i've literally been next to one of those and it's fucking definitely like like yeah yeah you feel it it's like well yeah literally when you say you feel it it's not just like you kind of feel it like you can't breathe sometimes like it hits so hard yeah and that's the craziest thing I can't even imagine that. Yeah, no, it's nuts. So um, what I was going to say, though, is that have you been anything damage-wise in your vehicle where you've been like, oh, shit, that was too close? Where you've actually been like, oh, God damn it, like I got too close. No, no, I mean, I've been pretty lucky with how close I've been to a lot of the tornadoes and how little it's affected me. Okay. I've, like, I've, I've had windows busted out by, like, debris and stuff but not in like a tornado situation like strong winds right right the passive behind stuff. right yeah. just you know not tornadic situations but uh there have been situations where we were in like the dominator tornado tank and it was like late at night it was nighttime we didn't know we were driving straight into the tornado we it was dark we were on the wrong side of it the lightning wasn't lighting it up like it should mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden this transformer right next to us exploded and we were inside the tornado you're like oh shit by the way like, oh you know i would be scared but i'm in a tank so it's fine it's fine and then it was gone but i mean it happened so quick that i you know you got to push the brake down and hit the hydraulic switch to lower everything to the ground and i mean it happened so quick that i was just like what uh, oh you were driving it no less i was yeah i was driving and uh that was scary because it was at night and you couldn't really see what was happening but heard that so mm. uh we're at the point of wrapping here so what do you got cat finish it up all right um uh, don't look at me. What would be um? What what's your storm chaser name? Like, do you have a nickname? Yeah, do people, storm chaser Mike. Do you have Can't like live. nicknames? <laughs> Are you All right. A, uh, the, okay, we we're gonna go that direction. I uh, for since like 2012, I've been known as the Mound. The Mound. Yeah, Kendall Crouch. Just <laughs> okay. nothing, nothing there. Just a little mound of just a. 
How did that originate? Out I, of curiosity, I started it as a joke. I oh, started it, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then it, it right. caught on, and I was like, "What the fuck? God damn it!" My All mouth. Right. Whatever. All right. So now I'll still get random, like, random pictures of like someone driving through Western Oklahoma, and there's all these like weird mm-hmm. little hill shaped things, and someone will be like, "Pass a mic, send it to me." Yep. Yep. Thanks a lot. <laughs> all right. You did it yourself. I'm not expecting that one. <laughs> Brandon, what's your weird nickname at work? Uh, usually dickhead or asshole. I don't know. It's really bad. <laughs> That's not it. weird. It's not surprising at all. Mm, not at all. Not a bit. No, no, none. How about you? Most people just call me like kitty cat or cat or. Those are kind of commonplace though for yeah. for being called I don't know cat for your name. Yeah. Um, what have you ever had any one where you're like the fuck does that come from? Uh, well, like okay, so not, Julie, not I'm in, her Julie. Why? I don't fucking know. I did have a guy who called me Kathy for a long time. <laughs> and I was like, that's not good. And he no. was like, I know it makes you mad, so I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, I was like, yeah, I, mean, I see how this wrong. is. That's how okay. a lot of nicknames are. Yeah. Just to annoy people. Yeah. You can be our resident Karen. I used sure. to be called Carrie in jail. They said that I looked like the girl, Carrie. Oh, like the the, the poor blood horror. on yeah. Yeah. You were in jail. Oh uh, yeah. Word. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, we 20, said she worked at a restaurant. Come on, 21. what do you want from? <laughs> like, it's not. I made hey, bad no decisions here. in my early twenties. Fair enough. Um, and then I'm gonna end with the uh, the final question on on the storm chasing thing. Would you ever recommend anybody actually doing your job? Would this be something you would advocate for somebody to do? If you want to do it, like if the sky is like the coolest thing in the world, just, just go do it. Okay. Anybody it. else? Mm, anybody. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Would you dissuade anyone from doing it? Yes. Idiots. Okay. Like, like if you're not a smart like if you, like if, you if you're drive, not going to be aware you of your surroundings and, and right if yeah. you are not um, if you have no situational awareness don't do it okay fair enough because I mean so I'm things out. can happen but yeah if you can't drive if you don't use turn signals don't go because there's wait, wait. already too much of that do are there ever any like tornado after parties like do you guys are yes. you guys like yeah that was a good one crack open the thirties yes. <laughs> Storm chasers can party. Yeah, that's yes. It's it's you know shoot shit and party. It's all we got. Oh man, storm chasers. Oh, there's so many bad people in storm chasing. But... Okay, so what's the equivalent? I know we said that was it, but what's the equivalent of a Karen in the the meteorological? <laughs> in the words, you were too close to that tornado. Yeah, there's a lot of academia types that are very they frown upon reckless storm chasing so but are they act actually academia because i can imagine if if i needed data i'm gonna send you know as i'm gonna try to get as much information as i can in which case in the navy when i was in the intel community we had human which is human intelligence where your job is gonna suck but you need to go talk to all the bad peoples right like that's, and who that's, do you want that information from the guy who is five feet from the bad people or the guy who's watching them through the binoculars. Right. You know, and, and there you go. to me, it makes sense, you know, so like, are they actually academics or are they just like keyboard warriors? Both. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it can be both. Um, yeah. The researcher type people, but see they, and then, but there's also an old dude who's just incredible at storm chasing and loves getting close and he's the guy driving the truck with all the shit on it that dropping probes out in front he got a cup i mean he scared two dudes so bad in 2016 i don't know if they'll ever chase again no shit but the he data got they close? got from it was like groundbreaking yeah no they got this they got two little ground probes into this giant tornado down by sulfur mm-hmm. on may 9th i remember that one because i missed it was <laughs> that the one that hit information? Uh, Uri- uh, uh, it was the one that was in tiger king yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That would. It yeah. was the one after that. So that when he would, the real skinny one was really cool. And then it produced mm-hmm. a big fat one right after that. Yeah. That's why I was, well, not the, not the Tiger King thing, but that's the same one that hit uh, Turner Falls. Yep. Right there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. What kind of data does that produce? Like, I mean, how is it helpful? How is it helpful? Um, resolution wise, like knowing what the air is like 
right before the tornado gets there and how it changes in the certain steps to when the tornado is approaching it and when the tornado is on it. So just knowing what's happening in the near tornado environment is just as important as what's happening inside the tornado because one of our biggest questions right now is why a supercell in this incredible environment that looks like it's go time does nothing will the storm will sustain and it will be a strong supercell for hours at a time and never fully produce a tornado and some storms that look like they have no chance in hell will produce long track violent tornadoes that's Mm. the big question mark right now is why this one does it why this one doesn't do it Gotcha. And that's the that's the information you need is what's happening on the ground underneath the storm to keep it from happening versus you know what's happening on the ground to create this giant wedge f4 tornado so. mm-hmm. it's interesting because like you're the guy that's actually helping produce the data you know and i always have the conversation uh with people that you know there's always that thing like a lot of people get into the habit of, of thinking that their jobs aren't important, even though that it doesn't matter what your job is. There's a reason that job exists. There's a right. reason people pay you to do that job. It doesn't matter what it is. Take your fucking pick, right? You could stock groceries, you know, but if there's 500 people that go through that, that you know, location and, and take groceries, you've helped 500 people that day. Right. Everyone has to eat. It, it doesn't matter what, what you're actually doing. So you're doing it on a different scale, though. Like, you know, the data that you're helping produce um, could be helping thousands. You know, I mean, Tulsa, let's say, you know, you help get ahead of the storm in Tulsa. What's 300,000 people like in general? It's a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's always that like you have that ability. Do you feel that uh, satisfaction after the job or is it always just it doesn't matter about the job and you just dude like after spending so much time on the road and chasing because I like to do it Mm -hmm. and, you know, spending every dime I've ever made and alienating every relationship I've, I have in my life just because, you know, missing Christmas in 2012 because I wanted to go chase. My mom still hates me for that. (laughs) I missed father's day this year because I was up in Kansas chasing this weekend. Um, it's, it comes full circle back around to where I'm now I'm, I'm back home and I'm chasing storms here locally. And I'm the guy that gets to tell you what's happening before Mm -hmm. it comes to town. And I love it. Yeah. It's my favorite thing in the world. I love that responsibility and I take it very seriously. And, uh, you know, I'm, I miss a lot of really good storms because I want to stay local in case mm-hmm. something happens here because I've missed a lot of tornadoes in Tulsa and I feel like I've let down my people, the people who come right, to me for information. Right. Yeah. I wasn't here the night that tornado came through. I ah. wasn't here in 2016, May 30th, when the tornado, March 30th, when March the tornado it. came just across South between mm-hmm. Owasso and the airport. Right, right. I remember that. I was down by Oklahoma City on the wrong storm and it hurts because right, I'm supposed to be that like, guy. Man, Mike, what's I'm supposed to be that guy. And, you know, I missed it. And so now I'm real touchy about Trying leaving. to keep it local. Yeah. Don't get suckered down south. Don't get pulled down, you know, here. Just stick, stay close to home. And it's, I mean, it's cost me tornadoes a lot. Yeah. But, you know, eventually it, there's going to be one of those events where, you know, I'm all this expertise and all this years and years of going out and doing, it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. for my for you know the people that that need that information for me eventually right. it's yeah. gonna happen well so. i mean i'm sure that there's gonna be that one day that somebody says man if mike didn't let me know then you know we would have been right. the shit yeah and, and there's a lot of storm chasers here locally on the local news and i'll I mean, i'll tell you a lot of them are not very good yeah i hope none of them hear this but there are a lot they of people won't. telling me what's <laughs> nobody happening nobody listens to this I, I sure hope not but <laughs> But I, I say it pretty often is there aren't a lot of people here chasing locally. There aren't a lot of people who chase for local TV stations that have seen the type of shit I've seen in all the places that I've seen it. I mean, I just I've put so much into storm chasing and then, you know, it's nice to be able to bring it home and put it to good use. But mm-hmm. a lot of the people that you're getting the information from on TV don't have a fucking clue what they're looking at, dude. Heard that. Yeah. Heard a lot that. of them. Luckily, I get all my news from Facebook. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not true because yeah fuck yeah it is Facebook. <laughs> all right man well i uh, appreciate you coming out that was definitely a blast uh cat you got anything to uh send off with here yeah. um i hope everybody has a blessed day and uh you know when the storms come up come up running you just duck and cover right take yeah. it serious be smart yeah heard of that all right give me a meow meow <laughs>